Welcome to the Drive Time News Blast. 30 minutes, 45 for patrons. Jam-packed with news of the day from a perspective of truth, liberty, and justice. This is Monica Perez. And I'm Brad Binkley. Our top story, the VP pick for Biden. Who did he give the red rose to? He gave the red rose to his favorite, Kamala Harris, the first Asian American presidential or vice presidential candidate. Is she Asian American? I know that she's... was in the Wall Street Journal today. Really? Yep. And they called her capital B black, not African American, maybe because they don't recognize Jamaica. She's too far removed because she went through Jamaica, but didn't Bob Marley, a Jamaican, said if you're black, you are African? This I is think very interesting because Kamala. Yes. They were very clear on how to pronounce her name. And if you don't pronounce it right, you are sexist. I learned that yesterday. The stories yesterday and the day before oh, that were yeah, priming everybody to say, you can't say this, you can't do that. Otherwise, it's sexist. Otherwise, it's racist. Seemed to be crafted for Kamala because of her various. There's questions around. People will argue that she is Asian American as opposed to African American because of her background, that she's from royalty. So trying to go ahead and neutralize any of those criticisms of her is what they were doing. I did know a young woman. I was a young woman at the time, co-worker who was from India and her name was Kamala and she was very picky about how you pronounced it. And man, were they from money? Like the class system over there seemed, I got the impression then, and I kind of got the impression, same impression when I had a friend from Mexico at, in my class at Harvard, that the people who get out of those like super, super class oriented countries and end up like in a program like mine. So I was just a ragamuffin, literally high school dropout token poor kid at Harvard. But the people who get in from other countries aren't, did, didn't seem to me to be like that. They are the elite of the other countries. They have to pay. I got a full scholarship, but they, so that's when I realized she was kind of like appalled at our casual habits and everything. So I had never thought of Kamala Harris as being of that upper echelon, but as her mother was so uh, accomplished that I would be surprised if they hadn't had that head start of being like uber high class from India. Yeah, she and the dad was, was quite accomplished. Yeah, they well. were pretty well off. And she's also married to a the Jewish lawyer. Hollywood lawyer. So there's a lot of things in her background and her history that <laughs> people that would maybe support her would criticize her. And she's a cop. And she's a cop, that as well. So, I mean, they and, and that's about, not even the biggest thing on her record, as you right. know. But speak, to talk about how you could possibly neutralize all the things that are galvanizing the left right now. Yeah. Yes, you. Biden apparently had his arm twisted, if you want to take a narrative like that, to name a woman of color, to commit to naming a woman of color. Say it, say it. I will name a woman of color. He bent the and, knee. And then he picked this woman who is if represents none of why what they claim, yeah. what the, what they want that visual to represent. And for me, I had the same sentiment as many, many tweets. What I erroneously coined in 2016 about Trump, they are saying about this team, hashtag lose on purpose. This is a pretty terrible ticket. 
And <laughs> Kamala Harris, Kamala Knights Templar Harris, I like to call her. I'll tell you the brief story. You're not going to hear this anywhere else. They're not going to talk about this on the mainstream. Think about if this were Trump with this set of circumstances. We got to call her KT. KT. Yeah, KT, Knights or Templar. KKT. KKT. Kamala. Knights Templar. So here's what happened if you haven't heard the story. Back in 2015, Kamala Harris was the attorney general for the state of California. That year, her deputy director for community affairs, a man named Brandon Keel, he was arrested for impersonating a police officer and for the misuse of his government ID badge, which is his Kamala Harris AG office badge. Here's what was going on. Keel he was working with two other people, a woman named Tonetta Hayes and a man named David Henry, who you'll learn in a moment is also known as the Grand Master. The three of them sent letters originally. This is what triggered an investigation to precincts around the state, to police precincts around the state of California, announcing that David Henry, Keel's friend, had been elected as the Grand Master of the Fraternal masonic police department order is that what it's called what's the exact name of it if you have it handy masonic fraternal police order got it and in that announcement they said that they're going to be their jurisdiction is going to supersede that of these police precincts they sent it to and they would be giving them special information and intel that they could not get with their own technology and their own investigative means and then they set up appointments now in the letter and to set up these appointments Brandon Keel Kamala's guy would call the police precincts and he would introduce himself as deputy director Brandon Keel, which is the name of his title in Kamala Harris's office. And he would use his badge as authority to get into these meetings. So he was using, he was leveraging his job with Kamala Harris to get these meetings where he was claiming that this guy had what had been elected the the grand master and that they are going to be superseding the jurisdiction what he told the police chiefs in person is brandon and david they told them that they were descendants of the knights templar and that their police agency had been in existence for three thousand years and that they claimed that the mfpd had sovereign jurisdiction over 33 states and over all of mexico and they were donning black jumpsuits with badges that they had made to look like the the Knights Templar badge. Who exactly was this? This is Brandon Keel, David Green, David Henry, and, and Tonetta. Tonetta Hayes. What's up, guys? With such uncertainty in the world right now, the best way to have true security is by growing your own food. And Neighbors Feed and Seed in Smyrna, Georgia, they got you covered. They offer garden supplies, vegetable plants, chicken feed, bird feed, farm supply, everything your garden or farm needs. They even host a farmer's market on Saturdays from 10 a.m. to 4 p.m. And right now, for Propaganda Report listeners only, they're offering 10% off of all online purchases at NeighborsFeedAndSeed.com. Just type in coupon code PROP, P-R-O-P, all caps, upon checkout. And if you have any questions, give them a call at 678 678- Six five three eight eight three eight. Okay, and which one worked for Kamala? Brandon Keel. Right. Yeah. So Henry and Keel did all the talking. According to the investigator, Tonetta Hayes, she 
was just kind of there. She was the girlfriend who was there with David Henry. And the thing that they were arrested for, it was impersonating a police officer. And I said the misuse of government identification badges. And they also found a bunch of weapons and police cars and all kind of crazy stuff at their house as well. I guess they all hung out or lived at the same house, according to the investigation. There was a statement made by Kamala's Kamala's office, and they said that Brandon Keel is being put on administrative leave. They didn't fire him. He was on paid administrative leave at the time. And they tried to write it off. This is the only statement ever made by her about this. They tried to write this off as though this were a low-level staffer that she were not very much involved with at all. That is not accurate. He was the deputy director for community affairs, and he received special thanks and was part of a special project team during her 2014 truancy report. She thanked him personally in the group that he worked with, and some of the articles say that she directly managed his group. So she worked closely with him, and that truancy report from 2014 was removed from the department, the California Department of Justice website. Really? Since when? Have you ever seen it? So have you ever seen it? Yeah, I got it on the Wayback Machine. So it was, but was it removed before you ever started investigating this? No. Or was it a recent no. thing? When did they remove it, do you think? I don't know. You don't know, right. I was surprised just, that it wasn't clarifying. there. I had to go yeah. find it on the. Uh, on wow, we. Yeah. And you looked at it, and was there anything? How yeah. long is it? Too long to really read? It's like 60 pages. Yeah. It's, it's, Interesting because 2013 is there, 2015 is there, wow. 2014, the What's one that mentions Brandon Keel. What's a truancy report? It's her truancy work that she did with truant children. They were, oh. I guess, investigating. Oh, so it's what it sounds like. Yeah. And there is a summary of the 2014 report there. So you can find a summary. Does it have his name on no, it? No, that doesn't have the special That's, thanks. Yeah. But the one wow. with his name is missing. Right. So that that's when you say, okay, I could have written stuff off to coincidence until this weird stuff starts happening here. Now it gets really weird. Fast forward to the trial or the hearings, the initial hearings. Of the three of them, Brandon Keel, who worked for Kamala, his charges were dismissed. Maybe that's a benefit of working in the, the office. I, I don't know. Maybe not. What I am curious about, though, is the fact that Tonetta Hayes, who was charged with the same thing as him, except less, less severe charges. And the police investigator herself said that Tonetta Hayes was kind of just there along for the ride, was convicted. Yet Keel was not convicted. Wasn't even charged. No. The charges were dismissed. It was dismissed. Dismissed. Nobody's heard from, as far as I can tell on the internet, nobody's heard from him. Did she go to jail? For a little while from what I could find. Wow. It wasn't a very, it wasn't a long time, but she did for a little while. And David Henry, the third guy, he didn't get charged either because the day before his trial or his hearing, he dropped dead. Oh, so this was, so the first guy who worked for Kamala the charges were dropped. The other chick was convicted, but this guy, before it could even go forward, there yes. was a like pretrial hearing kind of yeah. thing. And he, the day that's before. what he, so he got no chance to say anything. Yes. And he's the one who was saying everything because the, you could write that off to coincidence. On the video, right? On video, where he has about seven or eight YouTube videos on a YouTube page that still exist. Wow. I downloaded all you the videos last night. You still see those videos? Yeah, and there's still he's still got hardly any views or like no following on there. He's dead. But the videos, still, hardly any views. 
Is this the guy who was in the getup? Yes. This is the guy who is pictured with Bill Clinton wearing a full Masonic gown. He's pictured with Maxine Waters and giving her an award from this fraternal police order. He's pictured with the governor of Cal. He's got all these pictures of himself with these politicians. And he was at Ferguson after the, the Michael Brown result came out. This guy, look, people can place themselves and get themselves in pictures with people. I understand that. It's getting a little weird with this guy. Did I ever tell you, I read this book called The Iceman. I think it was called The Iceman. It was about a hitman. I think he was in jail. And he said that one of his methods to make something look accidental was to put a drug that literally gave you a heart attack on the spot into a spray bottle of water. And he would go up to a person and just spray him right in the face with this yeah. stuff. And before the guy realized what happened, he was dropped dead. So when Breitbart dropped dead on the sidewalk of a heart attack that's i wondered about that yeah and this so it is i think it's in evidence and they had the heart attack gun that was in a congressional hearing on the committee on assassinations where they would shoot a dart made of ice that would penetrate your skin in like a super needle point hole that no one would ever find and when the ice melted the drug would be released into your system and there'd be no evidence of it It it's undetectable in autopsy that's my understanding of it so it wouldn't be to me that's a possible that's scary yeah and it should at least be investigated with these weird circumstances and what he said in the video here's what he said in almost every one of these videos he said that the police investigator for los angeles county put a hit out on his life and we did a podcast where we played these clips. Whoa. Wow. Because, you know, I think Jeff Adachi, who was the elected public defender in San Francisco, who got the Kate Steinle accused off completely. And he really his death was super fishy. I This doesn't I mean, I'm less shocked by this the more I think of other examples. Yeah. And it wasn't like he just made one video. He, he made like seven LA. videos. He said, who, who did he think got a hat? The investigator for the Los Angeles County Police Department. Because this is a guy obviously highly connected to police and politicians. So if there was a hit out, he might actually have gotten wind of it. Right. And I forgot to, I can't believe I forgot to leave this part. The investigator testified to, she said she asked Brandon Keel if Kamala knew what he was, or what she would think of what he was doing and, and she knew of it. And he said, yeah, she not only knew of it, she approved of it. And who these guys, this? the Brandon Keel did the guy who worked for her. Yes. And this is what he told the investigator and he's doing, they're doing this stuff out in the open. It's not like they were hiding. They had a website. They had pictures of themselves. They were promoting it. These are guys who seem to believe what they were saying and Kamala's never been asked about this. And these videos that he made, he specifically calls for Kamala Harris to help him and Brandon Keel on multiple occasions and multiple videos. And nobody's asked Kamala about this. This is your potential future VP or P. Let's keep talking about that in a second. When the New Yorker magazine asked Mark Zuckerberg how he gets his news, he said the one news source he definitely follows is TechMeme. For more than two years and nearly 700 episodes, the TechMeme Ride Home has been Silicon Valley's favorite tech news podcast. The TechMeme Ride Home is a daily podcast, only 15 to 20 minutes long, and every day by 5 p.m. Eastern, it's all the latest tech news. But it's more than just headlines. You could get a robot to read you headlines. 
headlines. The Tech Meme Ride Home is all the context around the latest news of the day. It's all the top stories, the top posts and tweets and conversations about those stories, as well as behind the scenes analysis. The Tech Meme Ride Home is like TLDR as a service. The folks at Tech Meme are online all day reading everything so they can catch you up. So listen to the one podcast anyone who's anyone in Silicon Valley listens to every single day. Search your podcast app now for Ride Home and subscribe to the Tech Meme Ride Home podcast. We're very grateful to Tech Meme Ride Home for showing us some love and support. I would love it if our listeners would show them a little love and support. Take a listen to their podcast. It's great. Subscribe to them on your favorite podcasting platform and make them happy to be here. They're only here for this week. So if you could run over to your favorite platform, you're probably on it right now and give the Tech Meme Ride Home a little subscribe love. That would be great. I don't feel like we're finished with the Kamala Harris thing, though. Yeah, just the guy was pleading for help to Kamala, to Barack Obama, to Louis Farrakhan, to the UN. That's quite a collection. He was talking about the fraternal order. He was talking about how they're not going to take this, how this is going to be a fight. And go ahead. Did you ever investigate that particular entity, like do a Google search of that and like Sheriff Israel or? I haven't. I haven't because done he was it part alongside of the him. International Brotherhood of Police and he did D.C. training on being a cop with the FBI. I mean, all that stuff kind of funnels up to the top. Anyway, this is I, I think I, I'm sure just like with everybody else. With Michelle Obama and so many others, as Rick Perry, stuff that we could have investigated in the past, we no longer can. I'm guessing that she's going to be pretty buttoned up, Kamala. So this is an intriguing thread to pull on. And my guess is that most of the places it leads to, will you'll get a 404 error. Yeah, yes. And that is what some of the links that we had in the original podcast that we did about this, they're gone. Because the stuff has yeah. been removed, but you can find a lot of this information in the in the archives and newspapers in San Francisco and these videos, which I'm putting together a YouTube video where I'm going to show some of this guy's videos that I'll probably have up at some point tonight. So here's a guy pleading for his life, asking for Kamala Harris to help him. A guy pictured with Maxine Waters, pictured with Bill Clinton in full Masonic gear. And his buddy works for Kamala saying, help me and help your employee because we're being persecuted and they're going to kill me. And then he dies and nobody's ever asked (laughs) Kamala about this ever. That's bizarre. And you go to the guy's Twitter page, Brandon Keel, if it's still there. He used to tweet. That's not the guy who died. That's not the guy who died. Well, that we know of. This is a guy we haven't heard from since 2015. All his tweets leading up to that point are basically about Kamala Harris. And there's some weird pictures of what looks like ritual initiation of what is claimed to be be government workers on his page and not a tweet since then. It's all gone. Actually, it it is true. There's definitely I I think the more that this. The mass thing and everything appears to be ritual initiation. The more we can look that there are some cabals at the top, cabal, Kamala, Kamala, cabal at the top. But I wanted to just touch on another politician whose hat is officially in the ring as of yesterday, George's own Marjorie Taylor Greene. Just a little quick uh, insight about her. Are you aware that she's now the Republican candidate for a congressional seat? She's and scary because she's, she's, she's QAnon. She's, she likes yeah. QAnon. So now I, 
a lot of times I think stuff like this is a dialectical setup and I'm sure they'll try to make lemonade out of it. She seems 100% authentic to me and everybody ran for the hills with her from Fox News to every Republican out there, even people she has praised. And she stands by the things that she says. She's very kind of Sean Hannity, Rush Limbaugh. She talks about them. She that she says stuff they say about Sharia law and probably Black Lives Matter. I didn't hear her say specifically about about that and then when they so that's her thing completely not like me at all she was she was sympathizing or admiring liz cheney i like i that makes my blood run cold (laughs) given what dick cheney's up to but the thing about q which everything leads with q supporter blah 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 so i thought i every and i clicked through on ajc i clicked through on everything and i could not find the kind of smoking gun Oh my gosh, across the headlines just now was on Mail Online, meet Kamala Harris's smoking gun lawyer or something, husband. So the husband's going to be in the story as you predicted. But anyway, so this Marjorie Taylor Greene, it was hard to actually see what the, they were really coming down. She's a Q supporter. So a guy on the local TV station interviewed her for half an hour. I just tweeted it at Monica Perez show and around halfway through around 15 minutes in, he asks her about yes or no answer. Are you a follower of QAnon? That's what he asked her. That's such a yes or no answer is a bullshit question. Right. And so she didn't answer yes or no. And as it went on and on, I thought, I think she is, but then something Something made me think she wasn't. Let me just give you the one minute on how she answered the question. I'm concerned about deep state in our government, like so many others, fake news, um, the false things about Russia Gate, left leaning, slanted media. I'm concerned about all these things, like many Americans. Uh, they, I don't understand why they don't talk about Obamagate, Carter Page, Flynn. They, all these things should be reported. And she said, she went on to say, this is what she said. And at first I'm like, oh, she is a supporter. Then I was like, what? She said, I've only ever seen patriotic sentiments come out of that source, QAnon. Oh, she said it wrong. She said it wrong. So it's, it's hard for me to believe. That is strange. I have, and she wasn't. I, I'm telling you, I was watching this, and you know, I I, I make type. Maybe two she did that on purpose, right? So I always assume everybody's full of shit, even though some of them aren't. It's called a type two error, and that's the error I prefer when it comes to skepticism. And she still falls outside my wide arms for inauthentic. I think she's authentic. I suggest you watch it, but. She then said in the end, there's only one person I have not met personally who I truly believe in. And I haven't met him, but I know him well. And that's Jesus Christ. So she, which I, which also seemed authentic to me, but she did. So that in my mind was her saying, I don't necessarily believe in this guy, but what, or the source, she didn't even say it was a person. She said it was a source, but I don't, I don't disagree with anything he says, basically, but I don't believe in him or follow him. And that's that's what they do. That's what she said, though. And I just want people to know what she's saying. That's a good answer. And it wasn't 
It wasn't like I said one thing and you guys bent out of shape. She's, she didn't even distance. She's got, she's got moxie. I'll tell you that. <laughs> well, she's going to get the Q vote. <laughs> she's going to get, she's going to go, she's going to go into Congress. She's going to go into Congress. And uh, that, now that will be interesting. She, Cynthia, she might get Cynthia McKinney'd. Oh, yeah. Cynthia McKinney was a congresswoman in yeah. Georgia who stood up against the 9-11 commission and she was she was gerrymandered out of existence. And I think I think that I honestly think the guy who thinks Guam is going to tip over was the guy who replaced her. So that's what you're going to get. A big welcome to our latest sponsor, an avid member of the Propaganda Report community, True Hemp Science, experts in CBD with a huge variety of premium CBD from different farms and with different cannabinoid profiles all in one place. Go to truehempscience.com slash prop report for your special offer. Just a little extra shout out to True Hemp Science. I am loving my gluten-free brownies. I am hooked on the muscle rub. And I was happy to see that you can learn more about CBD. These guys are real experts just by going to our landing page there, truehempscience.com slash prop report is a good way to start learning a little more about CBD. Very proud of them as a sponsor. And let's not forget our patron saints. We appreciate them so much. This uh, until the end of August, I am, I have our first ever merch, the super awesome 15 ounce Patriot pa- Propaganda Report coffee mug just for patron saints. So if you, if you sign up by the end of August, I'll send you one of those. You're going to love it. And I also want to give a shout out to patron Saint Daniel, who actually wants to use his shout out for his little brother, Eli. He says, Daniel says Eli is his favorite person and a true free thinker and eli is also a fan of the propaganda report so shout out to daniel and eli and all our patron saints thank you very much for your support a little brotherly love isn't that sweet yeah it's great so there's so much more we're gonna have a really jam-packed patron 15 i know it but we still have uh plenty of time for more stories in today's news i think uh I think we should probably turn our attention to the pandemic. I I can barely stand the smell of all the bodies piling up on the street outside my house. Can't walk a step without stepping over one. And the schools. Did you hear about all the kids? All the children have died. They're all dead. Just so, yeah, everybody, everybody's Bodies piled. You can't even get the door open. It's like, bodies piled. It's like the, uh, the day after that, that 80s. Yeah. The death rate, I don't think, has gone up. I believe it's gone down. They even admitted that recently. Do but we have the, to actually say sarcasm? Just uh, out of safety. We do liability. care about children. We do. We, we the, don't want anybody to get sick. But just the way that they propagate this stuff, yeah. they're trying to make us think that all the kids are going to die when the death rate's going down. They're saying the infection rate is going up. It's just the positive test rate. Yeah. That's what's making me crazy. I posted a chart yesterday on Twitter. At Monica Press Show, that it it's it barely fit on the page. The straight up, the line through the ceiling of cases, and the death, the number of deaths was like a tiny. It was barely above on that kind of you know. It's not a log scale. It's like a regular arithmetic or whatever geometric scale, and you could see like the the line, the number of deaths is it lo- is almost just the kind a hair above zero when put on a scale of how the cases have gone through the the roof because of the testing 
Yeah. So to me, I continue to believe that just some people come up with a positive test because the PCR test is designed to amplify fragmentary, degenerated genetic material. That's what it's for. It's for like old stuff. It wasn't even used in current murder cases and stuff because it's not considered forensically as reliable as stuff. And I mean, we're talking people with live blood samples. This is a weird thing to use. The guy who invented it said it cannot detect infectious diseases. And I would also surmise without evidence, but I think it's worth investigating, given that a third of all colds are coronavirus, you could just, anyone who's ever had a winter cold could be a candidate for a positive on this, having no impact on whether they're sick. I have to say this one more thing, that I would like to see if positive tests correlate in any way with an individual getting sick in the future because asymptomatic viral shedders is already a stretch that has not been proven if anything were even remotely plausible it would be pre-symptomatic virus shedders so if people test positive and they never have symptoms i would posit not one of those people has ever transmitted and and uh covid19 and gotten somebody else sick ever I will say that the 1918 newspapers also talk about asymptomatic virus spreaders. They don't use the exact virus spreader so, language, so but far they do over, talk about. Over 100 years, this has been a theoretical, unproven thing. When something's been unproven for 100 years, I would posit that it is unprovable. Speaking of the test... Prior to school reopening, most of the schools were going to start virtual in Georgia, and most of them are going to have face mandates except a couple face of face masks mandates face ma- yeah fa- you have to have a face <laughs> can't come to school face no face optional yeah <laughs> there was a school in Paulding County that made the news because of the crowded hallway and there was another school that my friend lives in this district and her kids go there and I kept asking did they change it to virtual yet and they never did and I said to her about three weeks ago a month ago I said I have a feeling that your county and your kids schools are going to be a major news story because I think they're being set up to be an example for something. And today on the cover of CNN is Woodstock, Georgia and Etowah High School and how the number of viruses has at least 478 students and teachers had to quarantine after possible exposure in the first five days of school. By Tuesday, that number had swelled to 925 students and staff. Nearly one-third of the district schools, which teach 30,000 students from elementary to high school, has now been impacted, and they have now shut down the high school until August 31st, at least. Wouldn't it be reasonable to wait for someone to actually have some symptoms i guess they're in a hurry to make an example because the real takeaway from this story is these redneck conservatives in in north georgia mountains they're the reason yeah. they, they don't believe in the virus they think it's a hoax and they're anti-mask and that's why this is spreading that's the takeaway and there are two things about that though yes that's what they're doing that's who they're using that's less than they're that's the lesson they're teaching 100%. But I also think that this is a mechanism by which they're getting people to test. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. And that's how you're getting this huge surge because if you have 70 million kids in this country and every, and say half of them are kind of school age going back to school and and require tests or two thirds of them, that could be 50 million tests right off the bat. And I would say out of any 50 million people, 
and any sample anywhere in any period of time, you would get up to 10 million positives, whether there's any illness or not. I don't think they're testing all these kids. I think they're te- I think they're basing it on a, sh- a small amount of tests oh. and it's exposure that requires a quarantine. I know that in Texas, I think it was, it was if one person in seven or so had been pool testing. I think it's pool testing is what I think it is. One person right, in seven so, had been tested, then everybody is, is presumptive positive. I don't know. I think maybe they're doing pool testing. There's a lot of lying going on here. Oh, yeah. By the testing. But what they want is a high number of tests. So I don't think they're random sampling kids and saying, okay, we have three kids who were tested. One was positive. They're saying there are 30 kids in this class. We are counting that as 30 tests and however many positives. I think they're probably count, they're probably at this point, it is, there's a lot of evidence. Let's say it's anecdotal for now, but it is coming from everywhere that they are calling positives when people haven't even stayed long enough in the long lines to get the test. I've heard four different people attest to that personally. So that's definitely happening. So I wouldn't put it past them to say, here's a class of 30 kids. We're putting them in the pool testing. The 30 came out positive. We're not. Then what they're supposed to do is take every one of those 30 people and individually test them. My guess is they're not doing that at all. Plus, it's happening too quickly. It would be three to five days lag for each step in that process. So they're probably, I assume, or I would guess that they're going to take all 30 of those and call them a 30 30 positives. Yes. And that kind of collides with the narrative that Atlanta is a new hotbed that Birch has been worried about. And I think we will continue to hear more about Georgia being being a hotbed of political activity. I want to talk more about the big city diaspora in the patron 15 about what uh, we're doing that is fine. And Russia doing it is trying to kill the world (laughs) yes oh and i have to tell you about the portland da i don't know if you heard this story yet i don't think i did and i'm going to tell you about the emmy nomination that brad pitt received you find it very interesting you guys can find your drive time news blast every week afternoon at thepropreport.com or your favorite podcasting platform or the propaganda report podcast feed if you want access to that extra content that we post every time we post a dmb go to propaganda go to patreon slash propaganda report and become a patron and we will talk to you guys in the patron 15 or tomorrow have a good one